0: OHSU clinicians, leaders, and staff are embracing value-based care programs. This is the second of a two-part series, the first of which aired on November 13, 2018. It's Tuesday, March 12th, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. Jennifer Smith again sat down with Emily Barclay and Eugene Cardi to talk about value in healthcare.
1: Since we spoke in November, you've each been busy with your respective projects around value-based care, which, of course, among many other things, keep patients at the center and support our clinicians and care teams. So this episode, let's talk a little bit more about the details behind that work and uh, let our audience know what this means in the OHSU health system. So, Jean, could we start with you? Um, I know you're helping lead our participation in the CMS Bundled Payments for Care Improvement Advanced Initiative, and that program involves OHSU receiving one payment for all hospital care and a patient's experience for 90 days after discharge, correct?
2: Yes, that's correct.
1: So, can you kind of dive into the detail behind what this program means and how it provides value?
2: It's a very exciting program for OHSU. It is um, our opportunity to expand upon the expertise we've grown through our participation in a couple under other bundled payment programs. So I'd like to make sure that um, we, we give them their due. We were able to learn a lot through the Comprehensive Joint Replacement Program, um, as well as the Oncology Care Model Program. Um, we've taken a lot of that learning and then applied it to our new bundles. Um, these are a somewhat different um, model than those two previous models. Um, to begin with, we are participating in, in much a greater number of bundles. Um, we are actively current in eleven bundles across the inpatient environment. Um, to your point, the, all of these bundles begin with an inpatient stay, and then we are responsible for the cost and quality outcomes for that ninety-day period. So we've. Participated in orthopedic bundles, um, neurosurgery bundles um, with spine care, and then into cardiology bundles, and then as well as the sepsis bundle. Um, What makes it fun for me is I get to work with a very dedicated and interdisciplinary team to sort of craft and design this care redesign. Um, and we get to tackle some challenges that weren't necessarily prevalent in our previous bundles. A lot of these are emergent patients, um, for instance, our AMI patients or our fracture patients. Um, our experience with CJR is, was that they were typically scheduled patients, elective procedures. Um, so this is expanding it between elective and emergent procedures, procedural care, surgical care versus medical care. So it's a very exciting program.
1: Great. And you actually answered one of my questions, which was kind of what lessons have we learned from other bundled payment programs we've been involved in?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think what we've our, our key learning is is that it, it's really about ca- coordinating care across the continuum, um, which I don't think is new to OHSU. I mean, we've always looked to have strong transitions of care. This is really providing us with some empirical data from our CMS claims data to look at where the spend and how our patients flow back and forth, um, whether it be with ED utilization, readmissions, what percentage of um, skilled nursing facility are we using versus home health. Um, our goal is really to get to the patient back to their home, into their community, and doing well. So now we have some real empirical data that we can look at and say, OK, this is where we need to target. Um, and that's been really exciting to get that level of information from CMS and from our previous claims data so that we can target some strong interventions and then sort of lead the mindset change around how do we deliver this care.
1: I wonder if you could dive into the patient's experience with a program like this a little bit. And I picked a random, you know, bundle that we are participating in. But say I was having a major shoulder replacement, which appears to be part of this bundle. What would my care be like at OHSU?
2: Typically what we'll do is if this is an elective procedure, what we'll want to do is we'll want to, in addition to you having your um, surgical visit where we're going to decide that you're going to have surgery, what we'll want to do is we'll want to use that as your starting point to then begin to kick off a, a more complete look at you as a patient and what your needs will be, um, both within the hospital and then once you get home or to your skilled care facility for those 90 days. So that's really where this program is focused. We've been able to increase our care coordination staff, staffed out of the inpatient um care management group and we have three dedicated care coordinators who are reviewing a patient list for those patients who we believe will be included in a bundle they're then contacting them and really coordinating their care through the inpatient stay with the rehab with the surgeon to say how are we preparing this patient to um, discharge into the right facility and then to need less services from us when they get back to their community and that could be really utilizing home health Um, a lot of it goes into preparing the patient for that post-discharge period and providing them with the resources of how to work with us who to contact where so they have a a person that they can actually reach out to and um, say hey you know i'm feeling this way is this normal Um, instead of just going to the ED and then possibly being readmitted. The goal is really to provide a point of contact that carries the patient all the way through those 90 days. So not just so that we're controlling costs, but really that they're having the best possible outcome in getting to the right place. After their, after their discharge from OHSU. Um, as you know, being in the hospital can be confusing, can be challenging. There is a lot of noise, and a lot going on. We really owe it to our patients to help them transition to them, their home and follow them with the right services. Typically, what would happen in these programs is if you were uh, utilizing your skilled nursing facilities at a, at a high rate, high frequency, there was no incentive to discharge the patient from that facility. You get—we're getting paid on a fee for service basis. You know, if the patient's comfortable, you're doing well, they're getting good care. Um, you would typically keep them for 30, 40 days, right? What this This program does for us is it incentivizes OHSU to work with our our post-acute care partners, set up criteria and agreements um, to say, okay, we want to try to get these patients home. We want to utilize this service less. And then the trade-off really is is that we have developed partnerships. So we then can say, okay, well, you know, you'll be caring for the patients for a a shorter length of stay, but yet we'll be sending our volume to you. you. You'll become a preferred partner.
1: So switching gears to the primary care realm, Emily, since we last spoke, Dr. Joanna Warren became the interim chief primary care and population health officer. That was in early February, working alongside you as director of the office, which is in the OHSU practice plan. So what are you and Dr. Warren working on?
3: Yeah, Joanna was recently announced as Interim Chief Primary Care and Population Health Officer. Um, She'll be working really, really closely with myself, the Primary Care Leadership Council, and then leaders across primary care, really to help create an integrated culture um, across the primary care divisions as we move forward with some of our transformational efforts. Uh, Joanna and I are also working hard to start to build relationships with our primary care colleagues at Tuality and Adventist, um, understand opportunities to better utilize Healthy Planet tools and how we're delivering care. That's great. Can you tell me a little bit more about what Healthy Planet is? Healthy Planet is an EPIC framework that basically has a number of different tools at our disposal to better manage populations of patients. Uh, In primary care, the tool that we've adopted across all of our primary care practices on the adult side is a risk stratification methodology that allows us to understand the patients most likely to enter the ED or hospital in the coming 12 months. So all of our practices have actually used that EPIC-based algorithm, and then our care teams and providers have adjudicated those EPIC-based scores to account for social determinants to understand who is most likely. And now we have a lot of really important work to look at that data and understand which patients need to be allocated specific resources like behavioral health, nurse care managers, pharmacists, things like that. The other Healthy Planet tool that primary care has recently adopted are the clinical quality measure dashboards. We're able to view measures like breast cancer screening rates and colorectal cancer screening rates across all of our practices and also have recently developed the capability to drill down into specific populations like our Medicaid population, for instance. And I liked what you said about
1: how the technology does one part of the work for claims and then the clinicians take a look at that with their knowledge about the patient and kind of their awareness of um, that person's background and socioeconomic status. So I love how that supports the work clinicians do. do. And is there anything else you'd like to say about how our our care teams are kind of supported with technology or the work? You're doing generally.
3: Yeah, I think the other really important project that's taking place um, are the Healthy Planet capabilities that will be available to us in a full month to start to incorporate the social determinants of health into Epic for our patients. Uh, that's a huge undertaking, and there's many, many different important pockets of work taking place, and a lot of work that's been done to date. Uh, we have a team being led by members of in- and out patient um, to help us get that off the ground. But that will really help us gather that important information about patients to make sure that we're getting the full picture. So
1: last time we spoke, you, I think each of you kind of described value as a menu of options patients can choose from. Could you give an example of a menu item that has to do with value that
3: um, it is in place at OHSU that somebody might be able to take advantage of? I think, uh, I'll speak for the primary care side of things, we are starting to offer virtual visits to our patients. So I think we have a lot of work to do to continue to grow that access. Um, But it's really nice that we're able to offer our patients care where they're at, and we hope to continue to move forward with rolling other things like that out to meet patients where they're at.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it is we're trying to meet the patients where they are and tailor those services to the specific condition or requirement that the patient has. And I think to Emily's point, it could be very longitudinal chronic care management, or you may only be looking to come here for a, a quick procedure. Um, the goal here is, is to bring the full force of our institution to provide that healthcare consumer with the value as they define it. And the menu option allows us to tailor that. Um, speaking to the Healthy Planet side that Emily was talking about, as we begin to um, learn more about our populations and how they interact with our health system, what doors they walk through, and what services they utilize, um, we're better able to proactively target um, the services that that healthcare consumer considers valuable.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. So we have a lot of employees who are listening. What can an OHSU employee who gets care here perhaps expect to see related to your work?
3: I think an employee who works here can expect to see more proactivity, and more innovation. So I think they can expect to see a whole lot more of outreach to them in the means that they prefer. Maybe that's via my chart, email, or by phone, and in a way that allows them not to have to come in for a visit when they're in need of preventative services, a refill. We're putting in place um, a number of different things like delegation protocols to try to utilize the entire care team so that we truly can uh, start to expand our reach outside of the traditional office
2: yeah I think that's well said I would I couldn't add anything um but other than just say I think Emily's right on employees here will likely start seeing more convenient options to access care
3: excellent
1: and finally Emily I know that there are other roles coming within your office
3: can you talk a little bit more about those In addition to myself and our Interim Chief of Primary Care and Population Health, we've recruited a Director of Primary Care Integration. Her name is Michelle, and she's going to start later this month, but she's really going to be responsible for working with primary care teams and leadership to help ensure that our patients have one experience of care, no matter where they enter the primary care system here at OHSU. She's going to be working on things like improving patient experience, access, and uh, hopefully by doing a number of those things, we'll also be able to have an impact on the staff and provider burnout that our folks in primary care are experiencing. Uh, We've also been recruiting a project manager to help support all the important work that Michelle will be doing and have also hired a quality project coordinator in the Office of Primary Care and Population Health to really help us manage our medical home transformation and the Comprehensive Primary Care Plus initiative.
1: So is there anything we didn't touch
3: on that you would like to
1: add before we go?
3: Yeah, I'd like to follow up on the work that the HCC team is doing. Uh, That is the team that's responsible for working with our care teams and providers on improving the accuracy and specificity with which they code. Uh, Our team has been working across our partner health system, so has really started to understand uh, how Tuolity and Adventist are approaching coding accurately and specifically, and we started to share some best practice and even some of our Epic-based tools over at Tewality. So that work is really, really exciting. The other work that's underway on that team is starting to outreach intentionally to some of our specialists here at OHSU. We've started with uh, the oncology team, specifically around the oncology care model work, and have also started engaging with neurology. So we hope to continue to expand our outreach to specialty departments here at OHSU
2: yeah I think the um, change has been very rapid here at OHSU since we last got together. Um, in that time frame, we've have chartered a couple higher level um, governance committees, one focused on our bundled payment program and our episodes of care program, and really looking to systematically expand those. Um, both across OHSU to the right medical conditions as well as out into our partner groups. And then um, the other one is our Value-Based Care Committee, which is actually an OHSU group, but it is tasked with being sort of a bi-directional communication conduit both to the health system and to the local level OHSU departments who are delivering the care here, and then in turn interacting back with our, our partners. Um, The other exciting things that that we touched on a little bit when we were talking about the bundled payments is the development of a a very um, robust post-acute care partnership um, with a number of skilled nursing facilities, home health agencies, as well as our um, partners at Tuolity and Adventist. We've also been looking to grow our analytics capability around um, understanding our patient populations and getting to some predictive analysis. This is one of the really fun things that we've done around the bundled payments is we've entered into an agreement with CMS where we're immediately at some downside risk and we won't have any sort of claims run out or adjudication to know how we're performing till we're well into the program. So we've been able to bring a, a a broad group of analytic specialists from Hospital Financial Services to the Business Intelligence Group to our Center for Health System Effectiveness, um, buffer that with some clinical expertise um, and really look at understanding how our patients interact with our system and then outside of it and getting to some level of predictive performance indicator of how we're going to do so. Um, That's a very exciting model that we've been able to develop. Um, I know we've talked and presented this to our our partners at the AAMC, um, who are also... um, who also have a number of other academic medical centers who are um, in bundled payments, and we're looking to sort of take that out as a model for really learning how to understand some of these very complex and um, being built-in-flight CMS alternative payment programs, um, which I just think we're going to continue to see more of. So I'm really excited about the infrastructure that's beginning to get built, the way that's tying into the governance structure here at OHSU and looking to expand to our um, system partners And then finally, I think what I would add is as we we begin to build this sophistication um, and bring more staff on and grow it and get more awareness through opportunities like this with the podcast, um, we're really moving from the agreement to alignment along the spectrum, whereas we have always agreed that this is something that's coming that we need to be doing. But now with some of this data, these um, formalized positions, these formalized governance structures, and these programs that are developing, we're really aligning our health system to deliver on these.
1: Well said. Well, thanks again for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you. Thanks, Jennifer.
0: OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced by Jennifer Smith and edited by Josh Anderson. I'm Patrick Holmes. See you next week.